Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is a day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. Today is Wednesday, October 13th, the day the Lord has made. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ and how we can live that out in every area of our lives. We also drink some coffee. I've got some Javalia coffee here today. We just want to have a conversation about freedom. You know, one of the great ways, if you whether you've been listening for a long time or a new listener, one of the great ways you can support us is to uh, to sponsor us, to to give a gift to so that we can get this out, this message of freedom in Christ to more people. And one of the great ways you can do that that's set up automatically is through our Patreon account. We'll leave a link for that. If you, uh, we are so grateful for those that already support us. We could not do this without you, as we are expanding and and now beyond, like uh, reaching twenty plus countries now with this with this good news of Jesus Christ. We're so grateful, and uh, we're thankful for those of you that have already chosen to support us. But if you would consider that today, that would sure uh, encourage us as well. Well, today I want to, last time we talked about the difference between spirit and soul. I want to do a three-part series on body, soul, spirit, because, and I'm going to actually start with body today, because I I think it's so important to know the difference. If you missed last episode, uh, check that out. But I'm also going to start with the body. I'm going to start with kind of the outside, if you will, and work in. Even though I talk a lot about inside-out transformation, I want us to, uh, because here's what happens. A lot of times when, when we talk a lot about spirit, right, Okay, and that we're we're new creations and we're, you know, all, all of this and, and that's true. Those are incredible truths. But at some point in time, then we start to believe that there's still something wrong with us, that there's something that God, there's a part of us that's still bad or not acceptable to God. And a lot of times that is our in our soul and in our body. Well, our soul, our thoughts, we don't like our thoughts, so we think we're bad. Uh, and when we don't, we're doing stuff with our body that we know we probably shouldn't. And so then we think our body is bad and we think God's rejecting that or we don't like our body or whatever. And so here's what I want to know. I want to say, here's what I want you to know to start off this series. God is accepting all of you. All of you, spirit, soul, and body. There's not a part of you that is unacceptable. There's not a part of you that's dirty. There's not a part of you that is rotten. There's not a part of you that is not holy. You're all completely full and holy in Christ. And we, we start believing these lies, and we start living out of these lies. And we're going to talk about a little uh, some of those today with, with the body, but I want us to know that up front, that, that there's nothing wrong with your body. Your body is fully acceptable to God, and He loves your body. He created your body. Uh, he created in, in His image. And he has a he. You, scripture says that you're his masterpiece. Think about him sculpting and molding you and creating you into exactly who he wanted you to be. The question becomes: Do we believe that? Do we embrace that? So we're going to start with the body, and we're going to say some really great things about the soul. We're going to say some really great things about the spirit. But I want us to start with the body first of all, just to start off with, well, I mean God's design, right? First Thessalonians, and, I, and I'm going to encourage you to go through these scriptures that I give you. Uh, first one is First Thessalonians five twenty three, and God's revealing the design of man. It says, "Now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete." So there it is. There's the separation, three parts. 
We're one, we're still whole in Christ, but three different parts. So it's we're made up of body, soul, and a human spirit. I want us to make sure we're knowing, we're going to talk about this. There's a difference between the human spirit and the Holy Spirit. Here we're talking about our human spirit. Okay, so the body, obviously, okay, just a general, <laughs> we know that the body is representing our physical body. Uh, it's the body, which it, it's the part of us that's seen. All right, this is the part of us that's seen. This is where we relate to the physical world, to the outside world. This is where we have our five senses and we're experiencing the world. This is this, but this is also then the dwelling place of the other two parts, which is our soul and our spirit. And they're a little bit harder to understand because they're not seen, they're unseen. Okay, and here's the other thing is this this physical body will pass away someday at our death and we will get a new heavenly body. So even though our physical body is 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 fading away and it will someday die off, uh, we will be getting a new body. That does not mean that our physical body now is is bad or that anything is dirty about it or is is wrong with it. We're going to see, though, how all this plays together. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about the soul and the human spirit the next couple episodes. So this is where it's important. Right? I, want to read, I want to read some scriptures because then what, what, what also happens then is we get confused with the flesh and body. Anytime scripture is talking about the flesh, it's not talking about your body. Okay, the flesh is, and we've talked about this over and over again, but the flesh is your old ways of coping with life. Those old, um, you know, thinking and behavior patterns, the worldly ways in which you've learned and you still are learning and sometimes living out of uh, to react when you're not trusting Christ. That's the flesh. The, but the flesh is not you and the flesh is not your body. Okay, it's important to understand that it does not mean that you all of a sudden now because you've given in to the flesh that you have an evil body. We're not jumping and this is the same way with all three parts of us. We're not jumping in and out of Christ. If we choose to sin and go after the flesh, that doesn't all all all, all of a sudden mean that our body is now dirty and evil. As we're going to see, our body is an instrument our, our body can be used as an instrument of worship, as an instrument of expressing Jesus, or as an instrument of expressing the flesh. Okay? So, but there's nothing, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with your human body. God actually says your body is holy and acceptable. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to read this. Okay? He sa- it says that, that your body is his temple. Okay, so these are really powerful scriptures because if you're if you bought the lie or you've been sitting under teaching, also that would say there's something there's something wrong with your body, your body is evil, your body is dirty, uh, then then you're obviously you're going to be struggling with some of this. Okay, so let's go to First Corinthians uh, chapter six. Okay, and we're going to start with verse fifteen. And Paul talking here right now. This is actually in relation to sexual immorality. So this is perfect for this podcast because we talk about addiction. We talk about the struggle with pornography and all those kind of things. And so Paul says, I love how he, he phrases this. Uh, he says, do you, do you not know? I love it when Paul, Paul Paul's, he's obviously saying that. He's, he's framing it in a question, but I love when Paul does this because he's, he's actually telling him, well, you probably don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you not know? Because, because there is a knowing. There is a knowing that he's going to be talking about here. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Question mark. So obviously they're not knowing that because here's the thing. He's writing this to the church of, of Corinth. And I'm going to tell you, from what I've heard, descriptions of, of, of Corinth at this time was anywhere from Mardi Gras to Las Vegas to spring break on steroids, all of that combined. So wherever your imagination wants to go with that, that's what. So we think it's bad now, but Corinth was, I mean, Paul's speaking right in the midst of all this to these Corinthian early church Christians. And he's telling them, do you not know? that your bodies are members of Christ himself. Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. So he's saying, do you not know? Do you not know that you're in Christ? Do you not know that your body belongs to Christ? And so so do you not know that, of course, you wouldn't want to join it to a prostitute because, because your body your body's not yours. You're not, your body is, is joined to Christ. Your body is, is his. Because you were created as a masterpiece, and 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 so so there's this there's this idea that we're members of Christ. That 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 again, uh, why would we want to join our body to a prostitute, or a, let's even put in pornography or whatever that may be? But he's using the actual term prostitute to unite them with a the prostitute, and 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 so there's a there's a oneness there because he goes on to say, do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? Okay, for it is said the two will become one flesh, but he who unites himself with the Lord is one with him in spirit. So here's the thing. You are united with Christ. That's, gonna, that's a spirit reality. That's a done deal. But we can use our body. We can give into the power of sin, go after the flesh. We're going to talk about those influences here in a minute. And we can, uh, we can allow our bodies to be used for things that are not honoring to God. And that's what it's saying here. But he's saying, do you not know? Do you not know, first of all, that your body is, is united with Jesus? Do you not know that? Uh, it is. It, all three parts of you are full in Christ. All three parts. Not just one and the other two-thirds are dirty and rotten. No. Uh, so there it is. and then But then he follows it up in, as he goes in, and he says, in, of course, verse 18, that this is why you would flee sexual immorality. Okay, but then, but then verse nineteen. Okay, uh, do do you not know that your here he is again, right? Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own; you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor your God with honor God with your body. I don't know if there's a more important scripture verse about the body than this right here. Because he's just saying, okay, first he starts off, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? So then, okay, well then, yeah, do you not know that? (laughs) All right. Uh, Then he's talking about, well, fleeing from sexual immorality. So obviously we want to do that because that's not who we are anymore. Okay. And he's talking about all, all the other sins a man commits are outside the body, but the one who sins sexually sins against his own body. And then this to me is the most important do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? So your body, as we've said before, it houses the Holy Spirit as well as your spirit, as well as your soul. It's his temple. It's holy. Here's, but I, here's what I want you to know. It is holy even if you 
act in an unholy way with your body, you are still holy and your body is still holy. That's, it, that's and we're going to get to the instrument part here in just a minute. That is still true. You're not jumping back and forth. You've got to know this. You've got to know that, that, that God's not rejecting your body, but you can use it for something that's not honoring because then he says, you're not your own. One of my favorite parts of Scripture, you were bought at a price. What was the price? It was Jesus' death and then his resurrection. He purchased you on the cross. You belong to him. That's spirit, soul, body, all of it. Your body is a temple, and you were bought with a price. You're not your own. So then he says, therefore, so then because of that, therefore, what's our response? Our response, we're invited then, we're invited to honor God with our body. It's an invitation. It's, it, we're, all, we're already good. Our spirit, soul, body is good. Our body's good. Our body is acceptable. We've got a great body, according to God. But now our choice can be to honor Him. Flee sexual immorality. Don't join with, with a prostitute or join with some other sexual morality because don't you know you've been bought with a price? You're not your own. The Holy Spirit lives in you. The more that becomes a reality in us, the more we see the foolishness not in our body, but the foolishness of choosing to go after the flesh, choosing to go after whatever sin it may be. But, but yes, absolutely, sexual immorality, because it's not who we are anymore. And so, therefore, we have a choice. We can honor God with our body. And so now here's, here's where we get into this, because this is so, so important then in Romans chapter 6. And the whole Romans chapter 6, I'm probably going to do a whole series on this at some point, but... Romans chapter 6 is so important because, you know, if, you're, if your spirit and your soul are 100% acceptable to God, well, then what about your body? Is that, still, as we said, is it still dirty? Isn't your body actually sinful? Well, now, an early group of church members taught this. They were called the Gnostics, okay? They, they, uh, they would agree with that idea. They may agree with that. They were, they were heretics. They were not preaching the true gospel, and God says the actual polar opposite. <laughs> he, he tells you actually that your body is holy and acceptable. Now you have a choice, to, as we said in 1 Corinthians, to honor God with your body. But then here in Romans 6, he's going he's gonna to invite us to present our bodies to him every day as what? As a holy and righteous instrument. Here it is, Romans 6, 12 and 13. Uh, He says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do, here's the key, do not offer the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness. This is, I, I love this verse. I can't say enough about, about this this verse um, because um, he's he's giving us an invitation. He's telling us, do you, really, I, w- I would even add, do you not know here? Do you not know that your your body is actually uh, righteous and holy and acceptable to God? So because of that, then then don't allow don't don't um, offer your body as an instrument of sin, rather as an instrument of righteousness. So let's talk about that word instrument. What's an instrument? I think of a piano, right? We had a piano growing up. The piano looked really pretty and it just sat but but until someone actually sat down and played it and worked the music in and through it, 
then the it was just a really really good looking um, piano. It wasn't playing any music. It wasn't doing what it was designed to do, right? The the it had to be played in order for it to the music to be worked in and through it. Same way with our body. Our body is an instrument. What is either working in us is the power of sin, which is not us, the flesh, which is not us, in us. Sin has to have an instrument to be worked out. Okay, the flesh has to have an instrument to be worked out. Our bodies are that instrument. Okay, so we are either then offering ourselves up to that as an instrument, the flesh and the power of sin, or we are offering our bodies up as instruments of righteousness. It still doesn't mean we're not righteous. We're still righteous, but it's remember, it's two ways to offer ourselves up. It's two ways to be used as an instrument. Are we being used as an instrument of the flesh and of the power of sin? Are we being used? I, I hope you understand that. I would encourage you to read through that because this is so important. This, again, does not mean that if you choose to if you choose to allow your body to be used to to go after the flesh, it still doesn't mean your body is bad or sinful. It's just you're, you've made that choice to to allow the influence of the power of sin, the influence of the flesh, and you've made a choice. Okay, that's where your soul comes in because you made a choice. We'll talk about that more next time. But you've made a choice to to allow your body to be used as an instrument. For sin, but that doesn't mean your body is sinful. We've got to get that right. And so, so this is so powerful because, because here it is. He's saying, do not offer. We're, we're invited. We are invited to present ourselves. Okay. Even though we are holy, even though we are righteous through and through, we're invited then when we get up every day to present ourselves as a holy, righteous instrument to God. We are invited to present our body to God. Because nothing's wrong with the instrument, but something that comes out of the instrument could definitely, it can definitely, the instrument can be offered for sin and can be offered for the power of, of sin in the flesh, but it can also be offered for righteousness. So then what do we do? What's the answer? The answer is always, is always to present ourselves as, as holy and righteous, present our body. And here's Romans 12, 1. It says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a, a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. We want to talk about worship a lot of times. What's an act of worship? Well, guess what he's saying here? Present your body. Present your body. And here's, here's what he says. As a, holy, as a living and holy sacrifice, you're holy, but present your body now. That's a choice we still get to make. And then the next verse, acceptable to God. Guess what? Your body is acceptable to God. He's accepting your body. He's not rejecting it. He's not going to all of a sudden at your death say, oh boy, man, look at all that. Look at all what he did with his body. No. But just like, just like as Paul talks about in other parts of scriptures, that there is a, there's a benefit to disciplining our body because because we don't want to allow this instrument that God has given us to to be a conduit of sin. We want it to be a conduit of righteousness because we are at the core of who we are, we are. And so we want we that's what we do. We have the choice of presenting ourselves. So I, I would say to you today, what's the answer? You're struggling with pornography, you're struggling with sexual immorality. 
There it is. Those two verses, Romans 6.13 and Romans 12.1 are your answer. What do you do? You wake up and you present yourself. God, uh, I don't belong to myself. <laughs> I belong to you. You've bought me with a price. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It houses you. And, and so I know this is not really what I want anyway, even though I've been lied to and told this is what I really want. This is, what I, this is who I am. I'm just kind of dirty and rotten, and this is what I want to go after. Uh, but I know that's not true. Your word says that, that, that you ha- I'm acceptable to you, and my body is acceptable to you. So God, I, I present myself to you today. I present my body because I know there's nothing wrong with it. You're not rejecting it. There's nothing dirty about it. I offer it up to you as an instrument of righteousness. I, 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 and that's what I do. I present myself to you. And I think that's a powerful thing because that's an act of worship for us. We talk about worship and we don't understand really truly what worship is as well. But that's he's saying that's a, that's a spiritual act of worship, presenting our bodies to God. And so, so we have a decision to make. We have a decision to make. Again, this is an inside-out thing. But we need to see, and I want us to see, that there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with our bodies. There's nothing wrong. God's not rejecting it. God's not uh, doing a last-minute, all-of-a-sudden cleanup job. We're actually going to have uh, a new heavenly body someday. And so, so um, it, it's not. It's, 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 our bodies are actually God's masterpiece. They're set apart for Him. We read that in 1 Corinthians 6.19. It's a temple of the Holy Spirit. The influences, it's important to know the difference. The influences that are coming at us, which is the flesh, which is not your body. Okay, the flesh, again, remember, are those old worldly ways of thinking and behaving that were apart from trust in Christ. Okay, we're still, we still have some of those that we're going after, but they're not us. Okay, that's a parasite. It's working. It's kind of that's another example I like to use is that it's this parasite that's invading or this virus that's invading our body. We're talking about virus, right? It's invading our body, but it's not us. Okay, the parasite, the virus has to have something to work itself in to work itself out. And that's the power of sin. That's the flesh. Those are the influences. Those are the parasites. Those are our those are the that's the battle. But the battle's not with the body. And I know people are going to disagree with this, and this may go against all the teaching, but I'm, I'm asking you to engage God with this, engage the Holy Spirit, because these old behavior patterns and the flesh and the power of sin can absolutely come at you, but they are not you. They are the parasites or the viruses that are, that are, are seeking to work its way in your body and in your soul to work itself out through your body. But they're not who you really are. And there's nothing sinful or wrong about your body and about your soul. And so if you've been believing the lie that your body is the enemy, that uh, you know maybe you've not liked your body, the physical body, your whole life, maybe this is what I want to end with, you've maybe been ashamed of your body, you're not happy with the way you look, you, you've struggled with that, as I have, even as a guy. I know women struggle with this a whole lot, but men do too. Uh, you look in the mirror and you're just like, oh man, I'm disgusted with my body. And maybe that's been a struggle with you. Maybe you've been dealing with a lot of shame with regards to that. I want to speak something into you as, as, as a word of encouragement, as a word of life. God, right now in this moment, accepts your body. He likes your body. He loves your body. He created your body. It's, it belongs to Him. It's His temple. He lives in you. 
and and it's acceptable to him. And so will you believe that? Will you accept that? Will you embrace that? Your body is, is not an enemy to God. It's not dirty. It's not rotten. And I know there's a lot of shame in that. But accept the fact that your body is acceptable to God. Because there's nothing wrong with you. All three parts, there's nothing wrong with you. There's actually everything right with you. And the more you embrace and fully, wholly and completely embrace and accept that, all three parts are good to go. Because God accepts all three parts and all three parts He loves. And He completely embraces all three parts of you. And He's inviting you then to now present your body as a holy and righteous sacrifice, as an act of worship, because it's who you are. The most unnatural thing for you to do is to go after sin and to go after the flesh and go after the power of sin. That's the most unnatural thing for you to do. The most natural thing for you to do in all three parts, spirit, soul, body, is to express Jesus. That's, that's the plain truth about you. And I believe the lie that wasn't true for so much of my life. And I'm just now beginning to see that this is true over the last few years. And we can choose to walk can choose to walk by who we are. And so I say that today. We're going to talk about the soul again tomorrow and, and the spirit the next day. But I want you to know today that your body is fully acceptable to God. We can let go of the shame. And here's how we do it. We claim the name of Jesus and we claim these verses, which are 1 Corinthians one nineteen and one twenty, because you've been bought with a price. You belong to Him. You're His masterpiece. Say it out loud. Claim it. Believe it. Embrace it today because that is the freedom journey. And that is your cup of freedom for today. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Please reach out to us if you'd like us to pray for you or walk through a journey with you. We do offer one-on-one counseling and coaching. Please reach out to us. We'd love to walk this journey with you. And as we say on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.